Hello. What you're about to listen to is a preview from this week's Patreon bonus episode. If you like what you hear and you want to listen to the rest of it, sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash whatagreatpunk or download the Patreon app, search What A Great Punk. If you subscribe there, you'll get bonus episodes every single week. But for now, let's crack into the preview. I love you, baby. I love you, true. Welcome to the Patreon. Woo-hoo. Welcome, Woo-hoo. Frank Sweet, to the Patreon. Thank you for welcoming me, and good morning. And he's wearing a hat. Wearing a hat. Not a green hat. Not a green hat. <laughs> Learned my lesson. Yes. Has nay been cucked on this occasion? No. That's but we've still we've still got an hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <sighs> Cuck me once. Yeah. Welcome to Corona Cast, where we discuss all things. Coronavirus 19. <laughs> Today we'll be discussing the genomic structure of each of the different strands of uh, coronavirus, including Delta and uh, Kappa. Uh, we'll be discussing the vaccine rollout in Australia and uh, how that's going, how the government's failing to uh, to inoculate the citizens of Australia uh, in in time enough, you know, to beat this uh, malicious virus. Uh, we'll also be discussing international impacts that coronavirus 19 has, has seen on the marketplace, uh, in particular, big pharma, <laughs> uh, the world of sport, uh, and indeed the film industry. Uh, we'll be calling uh, we'll be calling the uh, the CEO of uh, Village Roadshow, Graham Burke, to discuss uh, the impacts on the film industry specifically. Graham Burke will be coming in from uh, <laughs> from uh, his house in uh, South Yarra, and we'll also uh, be reaching out to uh, to uh, Tip of the Hat. What's his name? Tip of the Hat. Uh, Darren Hinch. Darren Hinch. Darren Hinch. A long time listener and supporter of the podcast. Darren Hinch uh, to catch his uh, vibe on how coronavirus nineteen has impacted the residents of Melbourne. So, um, yeah, and uh, just to kick things off, I think we'll take a bit of a deep dive. We can continue our weekly deep dive into contract tracing and contact tracing. And is it working? And why didn't it work in Melbourne? That's right. <laughs> yeah. The con- uh, I've been really chasing down some contracts, actually, <laughs> recently. <laughs> just trying to get the food back on the table, you know, ever since... Uh, Ever exactly. since coronavirus nineteen hit these a lot shores, of contract tracing going down in Corona times. Yeah, yeah. So let's get started. Uh, the genomic structure of uh, the Delta. I've noticed that there's a four two three four and mm. a six six mm. nine six, which have linked uh, to create this uh, Delta structure. Mm. That seems to be the prevailing issue with this uh, particular strand is that we've never seen those two combinations come together in uh, in such a way, and that is uh, what we're determining to be the, the destructive and, and very spreadable factor of this particular um, hyper hyper strand, super strand, if you will. And what you've just said there, mate, is the is you know this uh, just how infectious <laughs> this one is has really just taken us. Taken us by surprise, you know. If you if you if you 
rewind the clock back, say, a year or so ago, uh, and coronavirus was spreading at half, about a third, so to about a third as, as uh, prolifically as it is now. And so what we've seen is a massive uptake in, uh, in new cases, exposure sites, um, you know, it's, 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 just, it's just wild. No, I think you're uh, absolutely spot on there with your assessment of uh, where things are at at the moment and uh, which particular strain is in play and the damage that it is doing. Uh, we heard a case recently of a man in Darwin coughing and uh, landing on someone in Adelaide. So uh, <laughs> it is uh, becoming a, a, a big problem and it is able to cross uh, vast distances, as, as vast as, uh, yeah, well, like, like the 4,000 kilometres uh, in that uh, particular travelling uh, zone, yeah. Well, exactly right there, Frank. And what uh, seems to really get me is the fact that people aren't, don't seem to be really grasping the, the gravitas of the situation. I was in the laundromat the other day and um, the guy folding his laundry in there wasn't even wearing a mask. Mm. And I was going, yeah, get on you, mate. Like, I don't know one's in here, but someone's going to walk in after you. And they don't know that the spores, they hang around in the air. And well, that's right. It's spores. The spores, and they don't. You don't have to be in there. Still, the spores are still in there, and people and aren't. Like, they're not. They're not getting the gravitas. And like Frank's just illustrated so clearly, it's that you know, if if in this day and age, right, twenty twenty one, we're at now, a cough is travelling across interstate borders. So you've just heard the example Frank's given from the Northern Territory down to South Australia. A single cough. A single cough. Now I don't know. Maybe it got caught in a truck and it. Travel down that way. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. the trouble is, we think of a, a single cough as being one, uh, one, one uh, particular thing, but really, you're talking about trillions upon zillions of uh, individual spores. And now, it doesn't have to be every single spore that makes it that journey from Darwin to Adelaide in order to infect that patient. It could be maybe three, four, five, could be six, could be seven, eight, nine, maybe 10, 11 spores, 12 spores, could be 13 spores, 14 spores. Uh, but whatever the number may be, those spores are still getting there and that's our concern at the moment. Exactly right. There's a knock-on effect. So, you know, you might cough and it lands in a truck and then the truck opens <laughs> when the guy, when the trucky ends, goes to the shell on his way through. And next thing you know, the, co- the spores are in the shell and then they knock on from the shell into someone else's Hilux. And next thing they're in the Hilux. Yeah, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 spores have travelled from that truck uh, into that Hilux. And then, mm. it, God, so you've got yourself there a, uh, a, a spore storm. A spore storm. That's right. <laughs> Not to mention he's probably gotten out. He's... You know, he's been a bit hungry from his drive. He's gone to get himself a bit of a feed. He's looked in the uh, sandwich fridge. He's uh, flicked between sandwich options, and there you go. Three sandwiches have got, got spores in the just sandwich. as many spores, maybe, yeah. if not 19, more. 19, 20, 11 <laughs> spores in the sandwich. That's and, right. You know, and he's, this, this guy that works at the Shell, he's got a long drive home. He, he lives three or four hours away because that Shell's in the middle of nowhere, right? Making more exposure sites, exactly More right. exposure sites. On the way home, he's got to stop at one of those little toilets on the side of the road there. There's nothing that's around. Right. It's just a truck stop and a toilet. And next next thing you know, that's an exposure site. Yeah. There's more spores in there. That's and right. Fl- and he flushes the toilet. And then the spores, they're going down the dunny and they're flushing all the way, hundreds of hundreds of miles across state lines. That's right. Well, well, and eventually, I mean, ultimately, we're seeing those spores going out to sea, being carried out to sea. 
in the in the waste that's uh, flushed down the, the sewage. And so, yeah, that's travelling from, well, wherever it might begin. I mean, in that particular gentleman's case, that be, they could be starting in somewhere like Port Augusta between uh, um, Darwin and Adelaide and travelling underground through the sewage system all the way out to sea, say, in Esperance or something. So Yeah, and infecting the, the, the uh, you know, the... the, the uh, the underwater life in that area. So we've noticed cases amongst great white sharks, for example. <laughs> um, there's been two or three great white, white white sharks that have tested positive. Okay, and then they're infecting the flounders and the grapers. That's what they that's what they feed on. That's right. Um, you know, and that's that's travelling up far north Queensland, mate. That's right. And if you happen to know anything about the migration patterns of great white sharks, it is that they. They do migrate, and they migrate great distances at particular times of the year. So, a shark that might be, you know, initially carrying one, two, maybe three, four, five spores, six spores, seven, <laughs> could end up taking this <laughs> north for the for the for the summer or south for the winter, depending on now. Exactly right. Its migration uh, habits and uh, and taking them any manner of places could be taking them to you know uh, Southeast Asia, could be taking them to uh, West North Europe. Uh, doesn't matter. Well, Shark could go anywhere. I was enjoying a beautiful bit of flake the other day from the okay. um, from the fish and chip shop. I mean, and that's shark, as you know, flake. And um, and um, you know, I swear I was I was eating that flake, chopping it up with my knife and fork, and I swear I could have seen some spores on that. You know? Four, oh, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine spores on that piece of flake. Yeah, and you can taste it. What you'll find is that the flake will actually begin to have a bit of a bitter taste. <laughs> There'll be a sort of metallic uh, note to the flake. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those cases, it's essential. It is essential that you report that immediately to a worker on the site. You say, this flake is bitter. This flake has a metallic note to it. I am I'm concerned that this flake has been infected with coronavirus 19. And uh, you should take it back immediately, leave the restaurant immediately, and uh, isolate for 14 days inside a hotel. That's, that's right. That's the information that's come from the medical field at the moment. And don't be uh, don't be afraid to ask for a refund from your local fish and chip shop. There are financial uh, structures in place to uh, be able to, to put that money right back into your pocket and indeed into the pocket of the uh, fish and chip salesman as well. Uh, 75 so million no one, that's in government right. funding for refunds. Oh, you got the numbers there. That's great, mate. Awesome. Uh, coronavirus-related refunds. Um, there's grants that you can get for those. Um, so, yeah, we're doing plenty. They're doing plenty there for the people. I, I had a real um, shameful moment this morning when I went up to my local coffee shop. Oh no, with Kate. Um, it's like you know the area that I live in. And that's the end of the Patreon preview. You can listen to the whole app at patreon.com forward slash what a great punk or download the Patreon app and search what a great punk. See you over there. Bye.